0: You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clinton. My snuggie's fitting real good
1: right now, Daniel. It just, is
0: just like a warm blanket because that's exactly because what it is. Exactly what it is.
1: Uh, my yeah. pretentiousness knows no bounds, and our fandom knows no bounds mm. either, Daniel. Great segue. That's, that's the two things that know no bounds. Today, my pretentious fandom meet together in a beautiful mm. roast of the stupidest mm. thing I read on the internet this week. Wowzers. And, and yet again, Mike Griffith, welcome to the show, my dear friend. Yikes. You're you're Yikes. gonna love it. Uh hey, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. He is Daniel. I am Clint. This is Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are fans, first and foremost. We are not gurus or insiders. I have not texted a 17 year old since I myself was seventeen. And wait a second, I couldn't because texting wasn't a thing at that point, Daniel. So wow.
0: old man, old man alert here on the podcast. So this is just-
1: I can say Definitively, I've never t- texted a seventeen-year-old, Daniel.
0: Wow. Um, when your son turns seventeen, I imagine that will change. And, we'll, we'll, we'll have that like symbiotic chip thing, brain
1: to brain, just yeah, like. You,
0: okay, uh, I think what Clint's trying to say in the weirdest possible way is that we are not gurus or insiders. It, it could have gotten 80. weirder. Of any kind. Listen, all I'm saying is that there's no way to know whether it was or wasn't him on the yacht. Uh, We're not gurus or insiders, but we are Georgia fans. And we're glad that you're here as a Georgia fan yourself. Uh, we're just here to talk the way the fans talk. Mm-hmm. This podcast is a place to have a good time, to talk about Georgia football, Georgia basketball, the things that we care about, um, to not take ourselves too seriously, but to really get into the things that matter to Georgia fans. So that's exactly what we're here to do. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, send us an email, bulldogs at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Or hit us up on Twitter, at dogspodcast. Uh, we would love to chat with you on there as well. Um, today, we're going to jump into a, a full basketball post-mortem. We have uh, exhumed the body, and we have done... Much,
1: much to the dismay of all of us.
0: Much to the dismay of, It wasn't pretty. It never no. is. But, you know, sometimes in the name of science, science, Clint, In the name Sci- of science. Science can't tell us. Science doesn't know. You need... You need to know how's the accordion work? We don't know how it works. I don't know. Science how it works. doesn't know. Um in the name of science, we need to know. What happened to this Georgia basketball team, both on a microcosm and a bigger picture level? We're going to get to that in the last two segments of the show. But first, Clint has been interneting again. That's he bad. Has been on Look, y'all, the
1: internet. When I get in there and the the finger starts scrolling, bad things. Sometimes they just come to me. Sometimes it's just all of a sudden on the Twitter just boop pops right up in front of you, and and this is stupid. Daniel, let me come out and say this right now. As fan talk, this is stupid. Okay. Dumb stuff I read. Um, Last episode, we talked about how Kirby Smart has talked to us in his presser about the thin secondary and corner. And he famously said, everybody is currently right now
0: a cornerback on our team. (laughs) Ha ha. Now to – Tongue in cheek. Now to – to be clear, when he said the secondary is thin, he was referring to major burns. Major Burns is, that, is that needs correct? more built bar. built Bar the get man on, is, the get man on is actually thin. Correct. Uh, okay. Also, the depth mm-hmm. chart yes. is not as thin. Also, as we'd not like a it. lot of bodies. Not All a stuff. lot of humans correct. place the secondary position. Correct. This is what we're saying. Well so, what are we, we going to do about that, Clint? Are we are we are we suiting up Julian Rochester at corner? <laughs> No, no, we're not.
1: As much as I'd love to see that, no, we're not. So here's here's what happened, I think. Mike Griffith over at Dog Nation got in his head. Kirby said, we're thin at corner. What's the position mm-hmm. that is stacked right now with five- and four-star
0: talent all the way throughout its depth chart? Well, it's not, you don't have to look very far. It's It's the running back it, position. Running
1: back, we got all them stars. So I think Mike said, well, if we're thin over there... And cornerback runs a lot. Who else runs a lot? Oh, I know.
0: It's the running back. Okay, okay. now I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right here, Clint, because the name of the segment is dumb stuff we read on the internet. Am and I making so far, too much sense? All the logic checks out
1: <laughs> to me, Clint. Well, it was pun. It was. It was. There was an opinion thrown out there that. Lavoisier Carroll, buried on the depth chart at running back, might get some run over playing in the secondary. Daniel, an article okay. is out there that says Lavoisier Carroll, okay. a touted, okay. highly touted running back at the University of Georgia,
0: yes, is going to suit up and play secondary. He's going he, to straight Dion Sanders this thing. And and just. have you seen have you seen Carroll? Does he? Does he strike you as a Deion Sanders type build? <laughs> he just No, see. No. That's the thing is like could a say could a running back convert to most likely convert in the in the and we've seen this many times before in the history of the University of Georgia. Most likely defensive position for a running back to convert to Clint is middle linebacker. It ha- it happens it happens fairly regularly. It happened most recently with Tay Crowder, who was then drafted into the NFL. Correct. It can happen. Now, sure. Maybe you've got a running back that's a more on the slight, a little bit more on the slight side. There it is. He could maybe transition to a, a safety position. All right. So a little bit faster, a little bit, a little bit leaner, mm-hmm. but um, maybe transition over to safety. Now, listen, when when Kirby Smart says that we're thin in the secondary. Is the primary position of need safety? But- no, 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 no. We we got thumpers and athletes and cover
1: guys in the safety depth chart. It's that corner we need. To help. be clear, the
0: two safeties that started about half the games for Georgia last year—that's uh-huh. uh, Chris Smith, yeah. and Louis Lewisine. That's the two starting safeties for approximately half of the games. Correct. They both coming back. Okay. So there's starters are in place now are there guys that might push for playing time major burn the aforementioned major burns etc yes there are but we got we got guys at safety so he is is it being suggested that Levante carroll is going to play corner this is this is what's to be determined daniel okay. and it, mm. but that's just
1: that's crazy you, you don't do that okay mike you're you're better than that here's also the Dumb stuff here on the internet. Brock Bowers. Daniel, are you excited to see Brock Bowers suit up? Tight end position, new guy coming in from Napa County. Are you excited to
0: see him in red and black? I mean, two Fridays ago, I think I made it perfectly clear how excited I am to see him as he was the 21st most exciting player on the countdown. Okay. Let the record state, Locked On Bulldogs
1: thrilled Brock Bowers. Is in the program. Um, do, but we have a hard and fast rule here. Do you know when we get really excited about recruits coming into UGA? Like,
0: really, really pumped about their playing potential? Um, I believe that's when we see them play football at UGA. There it is.
1: There it is. Not when we're in literally shorts and t
0: shirts. I'm not, mm-hmm. n- can't, illegal to put any pads on right now. We are, we are doing tug-of-wars, people. That's what we're doing right now in the program. It's a tug-of-war. We're doing uh, tug-of-wars. Okay. Uh, Mike Griffin also said Brock Bowers is impressing so
1: much. He is pressing for playing time out on the field and showing everybody in the facility who he is. Now, look, I get it. You are you are eight days away from UGA having spring practice. I get it. Mm-hmm. You're thirsty. Times
0: are tough. It's lean.
1: It's lean. lean. You're a thirsty guy looking for thirsty stories, but come on. (laughs) Come on. Brock Bowers is exciting, but we don't know anything yet until he suits up. These are the dumb stuff we read on the internet. Uh, Hey, we're going to come back after this, and we're going to give a post-mortem talk on basketball. But first, our friends over at Rock Auto we're doing incredible things with parts. Yes, I said incredible things with parts on your car because that Subaru that we have, 2000, 2014, what, what year is that Subaru we got, Daniel? It's a
0: newer model. Yeah, I think it was a 2014. Uh, 2014
1: uh, Subaru is impressing us quite a bit. And if we need brake pads, if we need new paint to go on the bumper for that idiot that hit us in the parking lot. Uh Why? Oh, Why Why do that? Why do that? Whatever we need, we go to Rock Auto. We get all the parts our car will ever need. You let them know that we sent you by putting Locked On in the How Did You Hear Us comment section. That would help us out a ton, help you out a ton, because you're going to get the parts for your car directly to your door. It's going to be incredibly low prices. It's going to be the exact fit, the exact thing that you need, without having to get some sort of tetanus shot after you visit the Walmart Auto Parts Department. You don't need that kind of smoke in your life. Don't do that. RockAuto.com. Every part your car will ever need. All right. Daniel has been itching. And I mean itching. Breaking out in hives. Waiting. Mm -hmm. Well, I need it. Breaking out in hives because once we
0: exhumed the body, there was a a sarcophagus. There was an an outbreak. There was an outbreak. uh Yeah. So and, uh, we all we all lost the ability to rebound for about two and a half weeks. That was that was cont- we thought we thought post mortem it wouldn't be contagious any longer, but it turns out that the infection spread. And uh, I've never I'm seen I've never l-
1: seen UGA just look up with both ar- any any possible look up with both arms extended, and
0: I could hear them like say audibly almost like oh no I can't jump oh no it was like. It's like everyone was imitating the Notre Dame touchdown Jesus every time there was a ball coming off the glass. Like, uh, I'll get it. No, wait. He got it. He's taller. Um, all right. It's Here's the, here's the bottom line. Here's I want to get line. into the problems with the team. We're going to do that. The problems with the program. We're going to do that in this next season or in this next segment. Uh, but – but before we do that, I want to talk kind of big picture. It, We could break down everything that went wrong with this team. But if you've watched any basketball Ooh. or if you've listened to the show, you know the things that went wrong with this team. And so here's what we're going to say. It's just – it's embarrassing. If you're a Georgia basketball fan right now, you should be embarrassed. Now, we and, came and listen, on at the
1: beginning of the season and I said – I put my name on something. I said this is the most exciting time to be a UGA basketball fan. You said it. I made those claims. Cold takes,
0: cold takes exposed. Let
1: me let me reverse course, <laughs> repent of uh-huh. that,
0: and directly say, wow, I could not have been more wrong. You should be embarrassed if you're a Georgia basketball fan. And let me tell you the problem before anybody says it, let me just tell you this right now. There are people in the Georgia uh, in the Georgia fan base, many people, who are going to tell you that Will Clint. Georgia's just a football school, and they're always mm. going to be a football school. And uh, hey, Georgia basketball is just never going to matter to uh, people here at uh, Georgia, which is all well and good, Clint, except let me tell you what happened on Sunday afternoon. On Sunday afternoon, the Lady Bulldogs, the mm-hmm. women's basketball team of the University of Georgia, played in, wait for it, a game that mattered. They played... In a game that mattered. Do you know what was happening on Twitter on Sunday afternoon? What's that? Georgia Twitter was ablaze with people tuned in to watch women's basketball. I mean, no disrespect to women's basketball. None. I'm only here to tell you. SEC coaches of it, the year. Is it football, Clint? Is women's basketball football? Uh, no. So you're telling me when they play in games that matter, Georgia is more than just a football school. So what Georgia basketball needs is to play in games that matter and then all those problems take in. So it's embarrassing. It's another year of simply not being good enough. Let me just run through the specifics, the particulars for you. Since 2008, UGA has made it to two. NCAA tournaments 2008 is the year of the tornado the year of the miracle run by Dennis Felton's team I was in the building at uh, Georgia Tech when Georgia won the SEC championship the SEC tournament the miracle run after the tornadoes made it into the NCAA tournament since then Georgia has made it to two NCAA tournaments both by Mark Fox two tournaments in nine years not good not great, Clint. Georgia has not won a game in the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. since Jarvis Hayes was on campus oh, no. in 2002. Oh no. 2002 was the first time, was the last time that Georgia, that's 20 years ago, Clint. Now, I'm going to quickly list every other team in the SEC. Since 2008, Georgia has been in two NCAA tournaments, and the most recent of them was 2015. Georgia has not been to an NCAA tournament in now five years. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Alabama has been to three NCAA tournaments since 2008, uh, more than Georgia. The most recent one is this year, they will make the tournament, 2020. Auburn has been to three NCAA tournaments since 2008. The most recent one is 2019. Arkansas has been to four NCAA tournaments, no, five NCAA tournaments since 2008. The most recent one is this year, 2020, they'll make the tournament. Florida has been to nine NCAA tournaments since 2008. Kentucky's been to 10 NCAA tournaments since 2008. Old Miss, is their basketball team good, Clint? No. They've been to three NCAA tournaments, the most recent one coming in 2019. Mississippi State has been to three NCAA tournaments since 2008, the most recent one coming in 2019. Missouri has been to seven NCAA tournaments since 2008, the most recent one coming in 2020. Texas A&M. Texas A&M known for their basketball team, Clint? Is that a basketball school over there? Nope. No, they've been to six NCAA tournaments since 2008, the most recent one coming in 2018. Vanderbilt has been to six NCAA tournaments since 2008, the most recent one coming in 2017. Tennessee has been to eight. I sense a theme. Most most recently this year. LSU has been to three. Most recently, 2019. South Carolina is the only school in the SEC that has been to fewer NCAA tournaments since 2008. They've only been to one. We correct? shouldn't. We shouldn't throw shade right now. This year on South Carolina, just uh, just for the record, or ever. But it was more recent. It was in 2017. And oh, by the way, they made the Final Four that okay. year. Okay. So they've only been to one since 2008, but it was. In 2017, and they made the Final Four. You realize every team in the SEC tournament. Literally every team, has guys. Has been... Every team in the SEC, I'm sorry. Let that... Has that, been to the NCAA tournament can. since Georgia. Every team. And it's... No team has been to the NCAA tournament... Uh, that Every team has been there at least two years later than we have. Like, our most recent tournament is 2015 there's no team in the league that's that their most recent ncaa tournament was before 2017 we are the worst basketball program in the sec now where do most of the talented basketball players that play in the sec what state do they come from clint real quick one more time is georgia a
1: talent rich environment for all things Mm. athletic
0: yes the It's not that we're bad. It's not that we could be better. We are literally the Mm -hmm. worst basketball program in the Southeastern Conference. It's unacceptable, Clint. It's embarrassing. And if you're a Georgia fan, uh, it should should not be tolerated by you. No, we can't
1: tolerate this anymore. Do not expect to just go ahead and change things on the wind. And don't. Don't use that stupid excuse for a football team school. Don't. It's not. It's lazy. It's dumb. That's lazy and it's dumb. dumb. And it's exciting. Just like your point this last
0: weekend with the lady, uh, the lady hoops team. It was exciting. It, meaningful exciting. Games. games get meaningful excited. games matter. Are there football games to watch right now? No. Nope. No. Not not any of consequence. So. Why would you not want exciting March college basketball? Come on, yo. all uh, The problem is, is that we have, haven't seen that since 2015, um, two times since 2008. It's embarrassing. And so we're going to talk about what needs to change, and we will do that coming up next. But first, as we mentioned, it is March Madness. And since you don't have to worry about betting on your team, in the NCAA tournament. I'll tell you, you could still go and bet on Georgia in the SEC tournament, though. Hey. I, I do not recommend it. <gasps> uh, I, I won't do be. do not. But you could. I do not recommend it. But if you go to betonline.ag right now. Uh and you enter the promo code locked on, then when you make a deposit, they're going to give you free money on top of your initial so let's say you deposit a hundred dollars, they're gonna give you fifty free dollars. Now what if you sprinkle that fifty free dollars on Georgia mm. to win the SEC tournament, Clint? That's quite a payday. That's a lot of odds coming in your favor. That's a lot of odds coming in your favor. And it was free money anyway. So really you've lost nothing. This is your opportunity that we're telling you you can go take advantage of right now at betonline.ag. Enter the promo code locked on, and they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.
1: All right, Daniel. The postmortem is midway through the autopsy. We
0: are elbow deep in it.
1: So there's a question that we
0: need to ask ourselves. You never want to be elbow deep in an autopsy. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you You that. It's it's bad. The gloves don't extend that far. And so you've, you've gotten yourself into
1: a real pickle. Real. Some of you have grown up on some farms and you know what we're talking about (laughs) and it's bad. Um, hey, for next season, what needs to change? You just chronicled very well the lackluster performance that we've had. No matter again, cultural, expectations no matter who's been the head coach uh, or what's been the situation what needs to change for this team and our expectations of this program to right the ship and start getting and into the tournament expecting to
0: make a push daniel here's the here's I, i've listed three i've got three things listed here that need to change and i've got them listed in order and i'm gonna go backwards i think the the number three The third most important thing that needs to change or the third thing that needs to change the most is that Georgia needs to recruit better than they're currently recruiting. Now, a lot of you will say this should be first on the list. The reason Georgia basketball – there's all these five-star kids and all the five-star kids are leaving the state and they're all going somewhere else and whatever. But I I don't necessarily think that that's true. I think – that a little bit is putting the cart before the horse. I don't think you can expect a million five-star kids to come to your program before you show those five-star kids that there's a reason to come to your program. There's Anthony Edwards's of the world uh, who just decide they're going to come to Georgia are not going to be, that's not going to be the norm. And so does Georgia need to recruit better? Absolutely, it needs to recruit better. Uh, But is Georgia recruiting um at a level that makes it possible for them to continue to compete i i don't think that's the number one thing holding us back
1: no we had the most point. talented player to ever come through our program already in the ranks so no that's not the issue recruiting is not our not, main glaring
0: issue not the main issue i would say more important than that the second thing that needs to change is we need better coaching and we need sure. better player development now this was an issue uh under mark fox um i think some of the some of the offensive sets under mark fox were just mind-numbing to watch some of the uh some of the the baseline out of bounds stuff that we would run some of the absolute uh, just dead in the water offense and then under Tom Crean, you see this new philosophy. You see a lot of energy. You see a guy that comes in that seems to know what he wants to do. But Clint, he's asking players to become clear now three years into the program. Tom Crean has been telling us for three years that yes. his team can shoot the basketball. Do you do you want to – I mean you it would be an interesting experiment to go through in a season and count how many times in a press conference Tom Crean says – I know this team can shoot the basketball. This team, this is a good shooting team. They make them in practice. They're hitting sure. shots in practice. This team can sure. shoot the basketball. This is a good sure. shoot Here's the problem, Clint. They're not good at shooting. We are awful at shooting. They're awful. They're not good at it, and so I don't care if they go in and practice. And players need to be developed, and you don't see as much development as you'd like to see. Now, you see some. That's why it's not— First on the list, uh, Severe Wheeler improved from his sophomore to his freshman year. Would you agree? Hundred percent. Um, uh, I would say there has been there have been cases of player improvement. Now, Tumani Kamara, though, did we see a a huge jump in his performance in his range of skills from his freshman to his sophomore year? Christian Brown. Did we see a big jump from his freshman to his sophomore year? Not as much as we would like to have seen, to be totally honest with you. I don't think it's the number one problem, but I do think coaching and player development is an issue at Georgia. Now, the number one thing, Clint, that I think needs to happen, and this is really – my assessment of where the UGA basketball program has gone wrong from a big picture standpoint okay. over the last 3 years and that is simply put players that come to Georgia need to stay at Georgia this is I couldn't I couldn't even say it any simpler than I did the players that come need to stay we have way too many players transfer And leave early. Okay? Listen. Anthony Edwards was always going to be a one and done. Always. Never a question. Always. Rayshon Hammonds. Terrible NBA draft decision last year. Terrible decision. But do you know what? Should it have surprised you if you're a Georgia basketball fan? No. No, it should not. We have built our life around terrible NBA draft decisions. Nick Claxton. Should have stayed in college one more year. He should have stayed – I don't expect that he should have stayed two more years. So he wouldn't have been on this year's team. But he should have been on last year's team. He should have stayed in college one more year. It would have been better, a better NBA decision. So, But then, Clint, mm-hmm. Tom Crean has signed 11 freshmen in his first two seasons. This is the 2018 and 2019 recruiting classes, okay? He signed 11 freshmen. That's a lot of players, first of all, in two years. Seven of them have left after one year. Oh, no. Seven. Anthony Edwards is one of them. He went to the NBA after one year. Then there are six more players that have left the program after one year. If you want to know why Georgia isn't good, no. If you want to know why Georgia... Doesn't have any big guys. It's because we did have big guys, but they all left the program after one year. And I'm not saying there weren't various reasons. Amanze, you remember him? Oh, I remember him. That was talk about excitement,
1: Daniel. Talk about incredible power. Talk about everything that could have developed, and
0: what happened to him. Six nine two thirty five. One year in the program. He mm Hmm. Oh. Okay. Uh, JoJo Toppin. Oh, JoJo. <laughs>
1: Talk about dunking See, all over the place, Daniel. Getting all sorts of excited. 6-6. Six, six.
0: He gone. Um. Let's move ahead to the next year. You remember Mike Peak? Oh, we, we were tell on this you right podcast now. talking
1: about Mike Peak when the season ended, talking about coming back to the following year. Mike Peak needed to make
0: an incredible impact, and we expected great things out of him. I'm going to tell you right now. If Mike Peak is on this team, they win five more games than they won this season. We were big fans of Mike Peek. Big fans. <laughs> um Rodney Howard, 6'10", 230, freshman on last year's team. Oh no. Didn't get very much playing time. What's up? Left the program.
1: Hold on, what's what's our what's our what was our problem, Daniel?
0: What was our big gutted I just issue? listed I just listed six ten, six nine, six nine. 6'9". 6'9. No. those are, the, those are the three of the guys that I that just seems listed. Seems important. Jaquan Walton left this year as well. Six guys out of the program after one year. I don't know what it is about Tom, but this is Tom Crean. This is all Tom Look, Crean, guys. It's Tom Crean. There's something about the way that he treats the his players. There's something about the the something that's happening there. There should not be this many guys leaving the program. Listen, do I think that um, this year, 2020, do I think guys like Josh Taylor potentially have a future at the University of Georgia? Do I hope that like junior college guys like Tyron McMillan continue to develop? I I hope, but... Do I think both of those guys, Josh Taylor and Tyron McMillan, will be back next year? You can't possibly believe that they'll both be back. They might both leave based on Tom Crane's track record. Yep. It's—he just—he can't keep guys in the program for enough time to allow them to develop. We need four-year players, Clint. We have Ty Fagan— that's it that's the end of the list of players who are going to stay in the program for four years that's it i now i mean severe wheeler and tumani kamara probably going to stay in the program for four years um but we can't keep guys we can't with everybody hits the portal after one year at Georgia. And, and again, I just think you have to take all this back to Tom Crane. So I'm not saying that again, I'm on record as saying, uh, I would be fine if they let Tom Crane go this year. They're not going to, no, so he's coming back. Just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what we think or what we say, but if he's going to come back for another year, first of all, he needs to bring back guys like, like Taylor and McMillan. And then he needs to continue to develop guys because it's the guys that have left the program that are the biggest uh, factors in why this team cannot ever improve year after year because we're constantly replacing way too much uh, – way too many pieces. Some of that is Anthony Edwards, but that's only a very small part. Most it can't, of it, it can't be the is players – l- is players leaving the program who have no business leaving the program, who we should be able to keep and develop. That's what Tom Crane has not been able to do. And I don't know what exactly the problem is, but I do know that it's his problem. And if he doesn't get it fixed, then he will be out at Georgia before long. Uh,
1: That's right. Hey, Thanks for joining us on Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you tomorrow for more fan talk about UJ basketball and football. We'll see you guys then. See ya.